Boom, boom. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Earn Your Good Day podcast, where we have a fundamental belief that people are stronger, more resilient, and far more capable of things than they believe in or have ever been told are possible. I'm your host, the man, the myth, the legend, the dietitian, the Iron Man, Zach Kanadi. What the hell is going on, y'all? And I guess now we can also say business owner in that. Uh, Y'all, it is New Year's Day. I've been ridiculously busy. Normally, I try and get these recorded a day or two or a couple days before the day they drop. Uh, However, this week has been one of, I guess, particular significance and craziness. So I just started a new job. Uh, This is... First, I guess we just finished going into the second week of training. My boy Benji just got married this weekend. It is the week after, uh, I was about to say Halloween and Thanksgiving, but it is the week after Christmas. And y'all, we just had and celebrated the brand new year, the closing, the end, the transition of from 2023 into 2024. And y'all, it has been a freaking whirlwind i cannot tell you how much busier i have been how long it's been since i've been this busy i mean last friday i was waking up at literally three in the morning in order to get to work on time and then went to bed at like midnight uh and then woke up super early the next day in order to get ready for the wedding and then went home and went to bed at like two And then it was New Year's and, you know, that was how that went. And then my body was like, you're not 21 anymore, bro. You need some sleep, dog. Yeah, I definitely slept through my alarm today. But, but, it made out okay. It was a bit, it was a big no-no. It's not going to happen again. And we're moving forward. Now. I've been rambling on already a whole little bit, guys, Uh, but we're going to get to the point. Now, before we actually dive into the episode, because today is the New Year's special, I do have a quick couple things I need to talk to you guys about. Now, first and foremost, this episode in this podcast, fun, informative, thought-provoking, gives you a different perspective. It teaches you a skill. It shows you something that you haven't done before or thought of on your own yet or read in one of those thousand personal development books and podcasts you are listening to, or even if it has, but this is finally one of those times where it just clicks. All right, what I want you guys to do is one of two things, all right? Thing number one is I want you to start using it as soon as this show is over, okay? I don't mean wait till tomorrow, wait till later tonight, wait till next week, next month, or next year. Fuck that. As soon as the outro music comes on, bam, shutting it off and we're putting on and we're implementing these techniques that we're talking about today. Okay, guys, because the reason we need to do this is because without action following knowledge, we don't actually have power. And two, more importantly, we don't actually have understanding. Because while you can know something, right, I can know something about somebody or I can know someone think about how many people you know in your everyday life right how many people are your acquaintances and then think about the number of people who you truly understand 
right? Like you look at them or you talk to them and you understand them, guys. There's a whole lot of people you know, but there's very few people you understand. When you understand somebody or when you understand something, the level of detail, the amount of action, the precision that you can take is a trillion times more accurate in in terms of understanding versus just knowing. And guys, I want you guys to be freaking sharpshooters out here, sniping them motherfuckers. All right. So I want you to line up your scopes. All right. So we got to understand things, which means you got to start putting them into practice, start using it right away. Now that is option number one. Option number two, this one is equally important. And I think this is going to be even more so important for some of you guys. It's going to help more people other than yourself but that is for you to share the show all right and when you share the show you're actually helping us accomplish the mission here at the earn you good day podcast which is to build and grow a community of like-minded individuals who are trying to solve the world's problems by first becoming better versions of themselves guys if you and i don't fix ourselves if you and i don't level up our game if we don't take our lives to the next level the problems aren't going to get solved the solutions aren't going to be thought of. The connections aren't going to be made. And most importantly, the actions aren't going to be taken to actually solve these fucking things. All right. If we want to solve the problems, it is going to require action. And I don't mean protesting or posting on Instagram or yelling about it. I mean real, tangible action, conversations with people, things that you are changing in your life things that you are changing about yourselves, things that you're changing about the people that you associate with, the activities that you do and don't do, what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of food you buy, how much water or you're putting into your body or how much alcohol are you putting in your body? Are you indulging in other things that you shouldn't be? Are you overindulging? You know, do you really need to? Is it, are you doing something because you want to or because it's a habit and you've been doing this, right? Like, so we need to take action. We need to change and Folks, that starts with you and that starts with me. That is one of the key and the foundational reasons why I started this podcast was so that all the things that I started yapping about on here, all the things I started talking about, I now have to do because if I'm spitting my loud mouth and I'm not following through, what type of fool do I look like? Right? I sure as hell don't want to be a hypocrite. I sure as hell don't want to be somebody whose word doesn't mean anything, who lies all the time, who isn't dependable, who isn't accountable. So I started doing this so that I had to have accountability. Guys, frankly, I've been struggling a little bit getting everything done that I need to, but it's still done. Today is Monday, which is the release day. I would have liked to have this recorded about four, three, four days ago, but that wasn't in the card. So we're getting it done. And next week is going to be recorded in two, three days because I got the morning off. So we're going to do that. All right. So, guys, that is why I do this show. And I want you guys to start doing it. And the other reason is when we have the community, guys, right? Like when you guys start making these changes, we're going to have something called the ripple effect. Right. And the ripple effect is where people see you change and then your changes, they start washing up on their shore. Right. They start making an impact on their life. They start moving the needle in their head, in their mind, in their actions, and they don't make a choice that they normally do and they change, right? Or they make a new choice or they stick with an action a little bit longer than they normally would have. And all of that starts with the ripple effect of your actions. So if you take action today, if you share this show, 
if you change your life, if you make one change, if you change one habit, if you make one more phone call, send one more email, do one more thing, study for one more hour, hell, study for one more minute, read one more page, that is going to create a bigger ripple effect, which is going to have a greater impact on a larger number of people. Or if you just splash a little pebble or a drop of sand in a or in a pond, it's going to have small waves, right? That's, those, are small those are the small changes in life, right? That means that's maybe drinking another glass of water, not having dessert after every meal, going to bed on time, right? And what those do is eventually, yeah, if you pour in enough sand, you're going to create an island. But if you start making big changes, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not going out. I'm working out every day. I'm not doing any cheat meals. Now, instead of throwing little thing, pieces of sand in there, you're now throwing a boulder in there, right? When you start throwing two, three, four boulders, that's about a couple years of throwing little pieces of sand in there. So you guys can start to see. Now, you're going to get to that island. Both of them eventually are going to build the island, but one gets there way, way, way faster, Right. And the other one creates way, way, way bigger ripple effects. Given enough time, both can equal out to be the same thing. But one is going to get there a lot faster than the other. And the other one is going to have a greater impact on the surrounding area than the other. So, guys, if you start creating action, you start taking massive change, which I'm going to start talking to you guys about in just a second. You're going to start impacting a greater number of people's lives. I can tell you from doing this podcast and following the changes that I make, right? Following the changes that I talk about, and I'm not perfect by any means, by the way, I am far from it. But the more changes that I follow, right? The more I stick with this, the less of a hypocrite I am. The more people come up and talk to me or make comments or send me text messages, be like, hey man, your message is really making an impact on my life. Hey man, your message is really pushing me to get through an, through another day. And that motivates me, right? That pushes me to get going because when you got, when I'm trying to pour into you guys and then you guys pour just a little bit back, it is amplified, right? Because guys, there's a, there's a passage in the Bible that talks about the talents, right? God gave one farmer 10 talents. He came back turning to 20. God was very pleased. He gave another farmer five talents. He came back turning to 10. God was very pleased, Right in the first two, he took the original 10 back and gave them the 10 that they turned it into. Right, he gave them their profits. And there was one farmer he gave one talent to. And this farmer was so scared, right? His talent, he was like, Oh my god, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to lose it. He buried it and he hid it. And guess what? He came back and he said, God, look, I didn't lose it. I didn't lose the talent. And God said, What did you do all this time? I gave you this talent. Why didn't you use it? I gave you these skills. I gave you these people to impact. Why didn't you impact them? Guys, it is our actions. And when we take actions, that makes changes. Okay. Now, those are the two things. Option one is implementing this right away. Option two is sharing this out with people. And that is really only, guys, if I, on my end, do a good job. And by a good job, I mean it is thought-provoking. It is interesting. It teaches you something. It gives you a different perspective. It puts something into perspective that maybe wasn't making sense before. Hell, even if it's funny, 
And really, if you just think it's a good use of your time or not a waste of your time or that it can benefit somebody else, guys, I ask if it's one of those many reasons or any other reason that you share the podcast, all right, and that you start implementing it into your everyday life. Now, let's say on the off chance that this is a horrible podcast and you're like, Zach, this sucks. Then I do have very one important thing, and that's so these don't suck anymore, and that is that you let me know. All right, what sucked about it? What'd you hate? How did I fuck it up? How did I screw it? What can I do better, guys? Because I really, I, in my heart of hearts, I want to give you guys the greatest amount of value week in and week out. And if I'm not, I put in a lot of work in these podcasts. I think about them for a lot. What am I going to say? I do a lot of research on research weeks and topics that require the research because I want to give you guys the best value I possibly can. And I don't always feel I deliver on that. And some weeks I definitely do way better than others. But it is my most sincere intention to give you guys the greatest value. So that is enough sappy sappiness for today. All right. It is the new year. It is January 1 of 2024. And guys, we're going to floor it in 24. So let's go ahead and let's put the pedal to the metal. Now, what are we talking about today? How are we going to kick off this year? Well, guys, I have been thinking a whole lot about what I want my New Year's resolutions to be, what changes I want to make. And I usually do that by thinking on thinking over the last year, right? Reflecting back, kind of looking in the rear view mirror, seeing where have I been and seeing if there's any clues back there that can help me just be more aware and show me where I'm going in the future, right? So is there anything, is there a certain direction? Is there a certain theme or a certain number of lessons I've learned over the last year plus that is going to help me be more effective going forward? And guys, this year has probably been one of the most eventful years of my entire life. And to be frank with you, Half of it doesn't even seem like it's real. Half of it doesn't even seem like it happened, to be honest with you. There's been so much that happened. There's been so much that went on, so much that I did, and I was just pushing so hard. And just like the state of mind I was in with all the different change, it has been a challenge to actually try and sit in it, take the lessons, absorb them, and really accept and cherish a lot of the wins that they were because guys this was a (laughs) crazy year with wins all right it all started i guess if we want to go from like way beginning to way end right like what were the real bookends of this year uh a lot of this year started with uh getting a new director after a successful coup d'etat a couple weeks earlier before that my internship and this year has ended with me being the best man and ripping my pants on the dance floor two nights ago at my boy Benji's wedding. And a whole hell of a lot in between. I met some boys down in Indy that are my boys now. They aren't just like buddies. They're my boys. Right, graduated from University of Indianapolis in the dietetic internship program. Went on a month-long backpacking trip. Hiked 173 miles in 10 days, 40 of those were consecutive in one day and ended with me hiking 10 miles and bloody feet. Uh, I have become, I did my first 10K, which is 6.2 miles of running. 
and I broke my own record. I never ran that fast in my life. Uh, the bitch hurt a lot. I ran my first and competed in my first half Ironman and placed way better than I thought. Actually hit my goal, which I wasn't sure I was going to do. I became a registered and licensed dietitian this year. I moved back home, uh, which I haven't been home in six years. I continue this podcast. I started working again. I was training, you know, around 20, 25 hours, 20 ish hours a week uh, for the Ironman. I completed the an entire Ironman uh, also, which was, well, I guess actually it wasn't within my goal, but that was because I really couldn't walk or run for the first couple miles. And then I started a new job that's right in my career, and I started my brand my own business all in a year, and I got to end the year with one of my best friends being his best man and celebrating the new year at him and his family's house. That's just the quick 30-second version of it, right? And that year, this past year, While there has been win after win after win after win, there's also been challenge after challenge after challenge after challenge. There was having to completely rebuild the University of Indianapolis dining system, right? And constructing their policies and procedures, uh, having a whole lot of issues there, having friends you know, have personal issues that weigh on you personally, right? Having injuries with an Ironman, having to uh, just feeling lost mentally and kind of confused and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Having to adjust to moving home and it not feeling like home anymore, right? Trying to rebuild your life while still pouring into others' lives and fostering those relationships. Uh, a lot of feeling like a failure in it, inadequacy and that I just wasn't doing enough, wasn't ever going to be enough, was am not enough, frankly. Uh, and I won a fair amount of fear, which I don't talk about a lot, uh, but there was a lot of fear this past year. Right. And it wasn't anything that was per se crippling, but it was definitely something that was. It played a role in this year. Yeah, at the same time. Looking back, right, with all of those those wins, the challenges. This is the first a year first, too. This was probably the, the first year where I had the most faith in the plan. Uh, as you guys know, and as I talked about on the podcast, I used to have really bad anxiety. I used to get panic attacks almost every day, uh, sometimes multiple a day. And I was sleeping maybe two to five hours in a day, right? And was at one point supposedly going to be a father, you know, dealing with all that, the family issues, feeling like I let the family down, you know, and this and that and this and that, and, you know, going from... uh you know, dietetics program to two ma trying to do two master's degrees in five years to then switching out of that to just being a dietitian and all all this and that and all the other things, right? And I think 
part of this year and why I think it's been hard to, I guess, I don't know if it's been hard or just if I just haven't taken the time to, to really sit and digest this is because I've had the most amount of faith in the process this year. I've just believed that at the end of the day, my intentions were true and that the effort I was putting in, while it may not have been satisfactory and oftentimes I felt like it should have been more, especially with the Ironman training, I felt like it should have been more intense. It should have been harder. I should be left feeling more tired. I should have covered mileage faster. Um, I've had the most faith in the process and that things are going to work out. And this year has been the most ridiculous year for wins, you know, and it, but, and I can see how all the work that I've been putting in the last six, 10 years uh, into my life and into myself, into the personal development, the skills I've learned, the mental development, the mental toughness, the perseverance, the internal work, right? Going through past things. Why do I have this fear? Why do I feel this way in this situation? How do I overcome that? What do I need to do differently in order to come out of this situation closer to where I want? I can see how it's all led to this. I can see how all of the work, all of the panic attacks, all of the broken bones, all of the, oh, that's funny. I literally punched the same <laughs> that's if you guys can't tell there's a I cut myself on the party bus that we had at the wedding and I didn't really realize but it's the same hand that I've broken three times this if this if this were to broke it would have been the third time it broken uh for the exact same bone in the exact same spot for the exact same reason <laughs> it didn't break but damn did it bleed for a long time but it's like, looking back, right, looking back at journals, at books I've read, at the times I've read my Bible, all the prayers, like little prayers up to God that I've sent up, uh, all the conversations that I didn't particularly want to have, but had anyways, and all of the instant pleasures that have turned into long-term satisfaction. Uh, I can see all of them and how they've led to this, right? And this year, it's kind of led me to, I've had this, this thought for a while <clears throat> because no matter like how much growth I have, no matter how, like how much I'm always looking for what's next to where I can get better, how I can do more, how it can be better, right? Like, how can I grow? Uh, one of the things that I try and live by aside from my tattoos is being content with where I'm at, but never quite satisfied with who I am. And the reason why I say that is because I want to be able to recognize how much progress I've made, how good my life is actually, right? Because it is so easy to see all these problems in the world right all the times that you made a micro promise to yourself didn't keep it all the times you should have responded this way to somebody all the things that are just 
eating at you. And then when you look back at it for just a split second, none of it fucking matters. None of it is that bad. And none of it is worth having that much of an emotional response over, right? Like even if you're sad for a moment or you just don't feel good, like letting yourself get lost and that just isn't worth it. Like it doesn't, it doesn't do you any good, you know? And so it's, it's recognizing that, like, I want to be able to recognize that because there's a long time where that's all, I, that's the state I lived in was like, man, yeah, I got all these issues, man. Like, this is fucked up. That's fucked up. I got this problem, that problem, not, not performing here or there. And like, that's all I could think about, right? Like it would dominate. And the more I would listen to that voice, the louder it would get. And I started saying, I, I am anxious. I have anxiety. Like, that I'm anxious all the time. Like I can't not be anxious. I feel fucking crazy. It got like the worst. It got that voice was so loud that I literally said, I am crazy about 25 times when I was trying to promote a class when I was in college that I was teaching. I was teaching a personal trainer's class and I thought I was like, yo, if I say I'm crazy, they're going to think like, oh, this dude's cool. Not thinking I'm, you know, crazy. Cause I definitely don't want to talk to a crazy person. And if somebody says like, oh yeah, I'm crazy about 25 times in a presentation or like the class is crazy, you know, uh, then nobody's definitely, they're going to think you're a cool guy, not a crazy guy. Right. But like, that's, that's how loud the voice got because that's, and then that became all I could hear. And so it was, I wasn't ever content in life. It was nothing was ever good enough. And that led to a lot of my anxiety that I, I have now beaten, right? And it's not that I don't get those thoughts or I don't ever feel a certain way in a certain situation. But I'm able to look at it and be like, you know, it really doesn't matter that much. You know, did I put in my best effort and is there anything I can do about it right now? If there's something I can do about it, all right, let's take that action. If there's nothing I can do about it, I guess we're just going to keep on rolling, baby. Like it is what it is. And I want to be able to have that so I can live in, be gracious and enjoy life because that is critical. And there's a, it's very easy to get sucked into that and to not enjoy life. Yet at the same time, comfort will kill your dreams faster than any amount of pain will. I'm going to say that again. Comfort will kill your dreams faster than any amount of pain will. Because when you're too comfortable, it gets too easy to not do the things that you need to do to not put in the work that you know you're supposed to be put in, to not have the conversations you need to, to not look at yourself in the mirror honestly enough and to make the changes, to not make the proper assessment, to not track the certain things, to not do the little itty bitty things. And I never want to be in the same place today as I have been yesterday or last week or last month or last year. That is my Honestly, like my biggest fear is net is not growing. I can live with failing. I can live with not attaining the goal. What I can't live with is not trying and not putting in the effort and not at least attempting to push the boundaries. And realizing that, yes, it is going to take progressively more and more work to get further and further ahead and to grow this way and that way. I understand that. But it is that effort and it is 
doing such that I don't ever want to lose, right? Because as long as you're attempting to grow eventually, just even if it's by random stance, happenstance, you're going to come across a better way to do it. You're going to have to think a thought of a different way to do it. And I was thinking about myself, or I was thinking to myself, I guess about myself, because I was reflecting on the last year. I was like, where do I need to grow next? And I was thinking about, well, one, I was thinking about, uh, I've been thinking about cutting out pretty much all substances. Probably aside from caffeine, though caffeine I'm still debating on. Um, I'm going to for at least the next 100 days, potentially the rest of the year. But I was thinking, I was like, why do that? Right? What is the benefit of doing that? Why restrict myself in this way? Right? Like, how is this actually, how is this restriction going to help me grow? How is this going to help me dig a deeper foundation? And that right there is it. Is because I'm looking up, y'all. And I'm looking up real, real high. And oftentimes when I'm visualizing, I visualize damn near every day. Where I'm looking up, where I'm aiming for, is difficult to envision being a reality in this world and for me. It is difficult to imagine sometimes that if I were to actually achieve all the goals that I have set out, that I have, that I envision, what life would actually look like, right? Like, what would that look like in the real world? Would it be a mess and crazy like this shirt? Would it be calm and blissful like the Garden of Eden? What would it be? And I was I was realizing that I have spent essentially the last six years gathering all of the raw materials being the knowledge, the skills, the mindset, the personal developments, right? Like the, the people to really start building this life that I'm, I'm trying to assemble. And I realized while I have all the raw materials where I'm headed, I'm going to need a deeper foundation. Because the deeper your foundation, the higher you can build without worry, right? Like if you're going to put a, uh, let's see, a popsicle stick in the ground, doesn't need to be in the ground very far for it to stand up tall, right? But if you're going to put a skyscraper in the ground, they're going to be drilling steel and concrete pillars tens, if not hundreds of feet into the ground and into and through the bedrock so that there's stability for them right and the deeper that they send that foundation the more stable the building is going to be and i was realizing like where i'm trying to build i've built for my life now i have a very deep foundation but my life is not what i want it to be i want to level up and level up and level up and level up and in order to do that i need a deeper foundation because and i also need to optimize myself right and there is a couple instances where 
that I had this year, a couple of experiences that I got to see a very raw and real version of myself that I very I don't get to see a whole lot. And it was one of almost unexplainable sensations because it was such an extreme dichotomy between pain and suffering and yet a feeling of like unlimited power and energy. I don't mean power like I can command you to blah, 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 or anything like that. Like, I mean, the power to continue to make action, like the energy, the grit, the fortitude, the determination, right? Like the desire that and the commitment that no matter what, I'm going to see this through. Like it was an unreal level of that, yet it was coupled with in both scenarios, like this insane amount of discomfort and pain that I was 100%, I was voluntarily putting myself through. Like I did not have to, I could have stopped at any point. But I just, I want to see that again. And I want to see it more often. In order to do that, I realize that there's a couple things I have to do. One, I have to optimize myself a little bit more in my routines so that I have a greater opportunity to push towards that limit, right? Because there's certain instances and certain scenarios and circumstances where it's more likely that I will feel that sense, right? And if I want to feel it more and get better and better at tapping into it, I have to recreate and figure out how to recreate on a consistent basis those things. Yet when I've done it, they have been under extremely high pressure, high difficulty, high threshold situations. And to get there takes a lot. Right, so that's this is mine. This is where I'm thinking, by the way. And I was reading this book and I was thinking back to a lot of like things I've been like anxiety specifically, right? And it was I told you guys I used to smoke a lot, a lot, a lot of weed. And the reason I would do it was to calm my anxiety. Right. And yet it never it never had the long lasting effects that I wanted. I knew it wouldn't, right? Like kind of intuitively, I was like, I know this isn't going to work for sure, like for good. Like I'm not going to smoke once and be like, oh, it's cured, you know? Uh, And sometimes like I would get high and I would have, I would get super, super anxious. It would do the opposite of what I wanted. And then I realized that I was using being high and smoking weed as an escape. And it was only going through those feelings, those thoughts and those sensations and actually, and this is really kind of a bogus word, but accepting them for what they were as me, sober as can be, stone cold, Steve Austin level sober, did I start to make progress? 
right? It was only going through, and I I describe it as I think about it as going deeper and deeper into an unknown tunnel, and you know I would use weed to essentially pull me out when it got to be too scary or too much right like i would start to venture in and be like okay we're kind of cool this is kind of cool i've been here before i know what's going to happen oh my god there's a bag get me out of here get me out of here get me out of here and i would get out and boom i was like all right cool cool let's go go back in the light let's uh let's not deal with that right now and let's push that off another little bit another you know couple hours couple days you know let, let's focus on these things that aren't so scary and um and then I realized I was like, well, dude, you're you're smoking every time you have anxiety, which became more and more prevalent because, right, like if you don't deal with your problems, they're just going to be waiting for you right there. So I would I would, you know, sober up and I'd be like, oh, fuck, now I have these thoughts again. So then I was like, all right, well, they're back. Let's uh, let's go get high again. And so I just got this really bad cycle going. And then I. For a while, I just stopped smoking weed. Uh, part of it was I had a, a great <laughs> reason, which was because I was going to get drug tested and I'd be kicked out of <clears throat> out of my program if I tested positive. And so I said, all right, well, no more of this. And I'll tell you what, man, like I had to go through that tunnel. I had to go through that cave. I had to face a lot of things. I had to, I didn't have anything like weed to just yank me out of it when I got scared. Right. I had to learn to push through. I actually had to develop the ability to push through. Right. It wasn't like I at, at right away I was just like, yeah, let's go. I'm a tough guy. No, dude, I was a fucking bitch. And I still get that same feeling. Right. But it was going through and it was that was where I started getting into personal development right because I had this question I had this this thought I was like well there's other people who have been through worse than me and made it out way better you know what did they say what do they got to say what did they do how did they do it and then I started trying to copy them Right, I started reading more books because I was hearing about more names and more stories. And I was like, I resonate with that. Let me go read that book. Or ah, I resonate with him. Let me go listen to some of his podcasts. Ah, I resonate with this. Oh, so that's how my body works. Let me go do a little bit more research into that. And I started gathering these things and I started building this foundation. But I realized, I realized during two instances there's still some areas of my foundation that aren't rock solid and there always will be. I'm always going to find more areas, but these are two areas that have been, that have been consistently coming up for a long time now. And one of the ways that I dealt with a lot of my anxiety, which helped me uncover what was actually underneath all of these things. Like I used to think I was angry all the time. I used to get angry all the time. I wasn't actually angry, y'all. And this is... I hate saying this because I hate this. I 
despise this feeling. I really highly dislike it, but I wasn't angry. I was scared and I was hurt. And I would cover it up with anger because anger felt a lot better than fear and pain. Anger was my way of crying. And because I was angry and pissed off and freaking the fuck out, I was basically like an emotional teenage girl who's in her emo phase crying all the fucking time. But for me, in my sense, like letting people know, yo, I am scared shitless right now. Like, I don't sleep anymore. <laughs> Level of scared felt weak. It felt emasculating. It felt defeated. It made me feel helpless to do something. And, like, I recognized I would feel it, so then I would be pissed off that I was feeling these things, right? Which, it's not, A, it's not great to get pissed off when you have an emotion, uh, because it doesn't allow you to understand the emotion and take appropriate action to it, right? But what started happening was I, I was feeling these so much and it just became a thought uh, loop or a habit loop, excuse me. I would feel it. I would get mad. Therefore, I, you know, anger is such a powerful emotion. I would just feel pissed off. And I realized as I was dealing with this anxiety that I had a couple of years ago, that don't deal with on nearly uh, the basis that I used to is that a lot of it was, I was just terrified and I was just constantly in a fearful state. And I always portrayed it as, you know, I'm just stressed out or I'm anxious, but a lot of it was, no, oh, dude, I'm just scared. I'm scared. And why am I scared? Because I don't feel capable enough. I don't feel competent or capable enough to do the things that I need to do for me to feel and be safe, right? And then I also started correlating success with safety. So it's, you know, and now it's, we're starting to unravel that we're like, I can still be safe even if I'm not successful, but there's a lot of things where unless I'm successful, I don't feel safe or unless I'm very, very proficient, I don't feel safe. Right, and I use that word safe as more of a, a synonym to calm or at peace or rested, right? It's not like, oh, I'm safe from danger. Like, there's not danger, but there's, my body isn't in a fight or flight state, right? And that's kind of, that's a synonym, I think, that a lot of people feel safe that use as they use the word safe for like they're trying to be synonymous have as safe as this balanced calm peaceful state like no i don't feel safe like i'm in a freaking bunker right they're like nothing can hurt me i'm very aware of things that can hurt me but my nervous system and my body are not tripping right like they're not on a hair on a hair trigger hairpin trigger they're balanced, they're even, they're calm, they're able to regulate themselves. I can flow, I can dance, and I can still be good, right? Like, I'm not feeling out of control. But there's these things, 
during these two moments or series of moments. One was during the, particularly the last day, and it had been happening a fair amount during my hike, which really looking back at it, I think was a physical manifestation of me being anxious uh, because I just had to push. Uh, I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't tell you what it, it, it made me do, why I had to push. Uh, but during that hike, man, I just got to a spot where the only option was forward. The only option was the hike. Like staying in there didn't allow me to reach that state that I, that I, I was hoping for. And so I said, well, I guess we're just going to push. And then it got to a point where the last day it became like a competition. And then it was like, I need to get out of here now. Like I need to push and finish now. And that's why that one day I decided to hike 40 miles, right? Literally on bloody feet. And I don't, I don't say that to brag, but I, I try and I say that so that you guys can try and understand like how determined I was. Like there was absolutely nothing in this whole, in this world that was going to stop me. It would have been, it could have been another 10 hours and I would have found a way to keep going. Right. Like, and I've never pushed myself to that level of exhaustion and brink before. And now like thinking back, like I really think like that was like I had, there was, and I need to go back. Uh, and I need to figure that out, right? And then the other example was during my Ironman when I first started. Well, I, I remember this so vividly. Like I, I can feel it right now exactly what it felt like. How it felt <clears throat> getting up out of the chair, right? So like you come into the tent and I took my, my cleats off. I was walking in just my socks. And I remember getting up and I was walking in and, oh God, I almost fell off. I almost fell over taking off my, my cleats. I remember just hobbling and like the pain, it, it was in my feet, but like I could feel it. Like it wasn't painful, but I could feel the sensation and the tension from my feet resonating and traveling through all the way up into my neck and out into my arms. Like it was, the pain was localized, but the sensation was systemic. I remember just like walking in like, and like I had to change how I walked and I was like, it felt like I was, you know, I was on hot coals or I was going to break my feet or they were broken. And then getting in and just trying to, trying to rest. And like, I could feel the, the, like the shock and the, I guess the, we could use, we'll say damage from my feet. I could feel it traveling up into my legs, right? Cause I could feel my calves start to freak out a little bit as there was more nerve flow. There was more passage of information and I remember you know trying to rub them out and that not being good and what that felt like and it was just defeating it I was just sitting there I was like am I gonna be able to get up and I didn't know I remember I, I I didn't I wasn't sure if I was gonna ever be able to I was gonna be able to walk that day I did I thought I had broken feet and I had this fear 
of I putting it 18 months of work for absolutely nothing. And I had this desire. I just had to get up. I had to find a way to get up. But there's there's something about that fear that is so motivating and such a driving force. And there's such a part of me that is like, I don't want to be driven by fear. Right? I don't want to be driven by the more afraid I am, the harder I drive. I want to be driven by out of a love. And I am, right? But like when I need to really like dig into the tank, that energy comes from a darker place. That energy doesn't come from a happy place or a sunshine and rainbows place. And I don't understand it very well yet, right? Like I'm beginning to be more familiar with it because I've been able to calm my nervous system down enough as to where when I tend to drift towards that side of things, I can... I can go over there, but not feel like I'm about to fall off the edge. So I can, instead of just looking desperately for anything to grab onto, I can actually look around and see what's around me and see, okay, what is actually the situation? As yogis would put it, I am slowly and very ever so slightly learning to become the observer of my life and not the felt sensation of it. And I think anybody who's dealt with uh, balancing their nervous system and who struggles to find that state of calm, peace, and serenity, right? I think they will understand that saying, right? To at least they'll understand the latter half to become the felt sense of their life, right? To become the emotion, to become anger, to become anxiety, to be become fear, to become depression, to become sadness, to become loneliness, to become joy, right? Like I think a lot of heathen, heathens go and they become joy, right? And then they get lost in depression and then they look to become joy versus being able to be the watcher and experience the joy but not be overtaken by it, right? To be able to experience a loss and to mourn the loss but not to be swallowed up by it. To understand that you're sad and be able to self-soothe but not get lost in the blues, to be able to feel joy and accomplishment, but not to let it go to your head, right? It is it is the dichotomy and the balance of these things. And there is a certain thing about the this darker side of the sensation, or I guess I don't want to say darker side because I don't know if it is because it, it, it's just the the side of my psyche, right? But it is part of my foundation, and a lot of times it is situations like that 
that start off very small, right? Like it, it is small choices is the whispers of things, if you will, right? I think you kind of hear this in religious or spiritual talk is the the universe or God or nature, whatever you want to call it, whispers to you, right? The truth comes in a whisper. It's not, it's very rarely going to smack you in the face, right? But a lot of times we hear that whisper, right? We're going to, we're, we're at an impasse on a decision or we have an urge to go this way, but no, we should probably go this way. And you have the, it's that, that inner dialogue, right. Of do this one. You might want to, or you should do this one. You know, it's the right choice. And I don't want anything to, drown out that voice and I think sometimes I do things or I don't do things is another one that drowns out that voice and uh, if I've learned anything it is that that voice learning to listen to it first of all first off learning to hear it second off learning to listen to it and trust it And thirdly, learning to truly understand it and actually implement it into your life is the key to that foundation that you can build when you're going up, right? And a lot of times, in order to go up, we first must go down, right? We must first explore the cave, And a lot of times you get to read the cave or read life through all these little, little whispers in your day, whispers throughout your day. And so for these next, for sure, a hundred days, if not the rest of the year, it's probably going to end up being the rest of the year. I'm trying to take out all the things that are dampening out those whispers that are blocking me from those whispers. And sometimes uh, those things are work. Right. Um, a lot of times, though, those things that dampen it out are watching Netflix, doom scrolling, watching pornography, having alcohol, excessive amounts of caffeine, hell, nicotine, weed for sure. Right. Any other substance that you use, depending on a on an activity. Right, like maybe you have this thing where you self sabotage, you 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 stay up super late. My mom's been telling me this, like anytime I have a big thing uh the night before I tend to kind of self sabotage or go wild, if you will. And usually it would be like, Oh yeah, like tonight's my last night, like we're gonna go out and that's how I looked at it. But it was usually be like, oh, yeah, tonight's the last night. We're going to go out, and then I got to wake up at the ass crack of dawn to be out of here on time. Right? And then not get home till basically the ass crack of dawn and go to bed. And like, oh, man, why am I tired? 
Well, dipshit, you stayed up till basically the ass crack of dawn. Right? So, but it's... It is removing the things that hinder my ability to listen to that voice. And that is really my New Year's resolution. Hey, Casey, what are you doing there, big guy? Hmm. The putty tat wants some attention, y'all. Aye. Aye, buddy. So I've a challenge for you guys. Actually, more of a proposition. And I have two ways to go about this proposition. One, and the proposition, well, I guess let's talk about the proposition first. Let me back up here. All right. So we, we're making sense. The proposition is to find a way to listen to that voice and to hear that voice, those whispers. I think there's two ways you can do that. You can also do one or the other, or you can do both. The first one, and I think this is best for people who are first starting, is to carve out time every day. And yes, I mean every day. Not a lot, but 10, 15, 30 minutes every single day to just sit in silence. No music, no podcasts, no TV shows, no white noise, no texting, no phone, no Apple Watch, no Fitbit, no nothing. 10 to 30 minutes of silence. And you don't have to think about anything, but I just want you to try and listen. The other way is to actively abstain from the distractions in your life, the things you know you shouldn't be doing so much of or at all. And we're going to totally cut them out. I would say this is probably for the people who are a little bit further along or the more audacious individuals. And the reason I say that is because you're adding a component. Not only are you eliminating a distraction, but you're also now going to have to resist a temptation. Because let's let's take scrolling for an example. Not only are you going to want to do something, right? Like if you just stop scrolling on social media, Right, let's say you stop scrolling between the hours of 6 p.m. and 10 a.m. Right, so you can scroll a little bit during the day, but at night, you know, up until before lunch and right before dinner, you can't scroll. So now, not only are you creating a lot more silence because you have to fill that void somehow, but you're also then going to have to fight the temptation. Because if you loot, if you give in to the temptation, not only are you going to not hear that voice as much, but you're going to beat yourself up. And you're going to, the first voice that you're going to hear, that temptation voice, is the, the devil on your shoulder, right? Right? Is a thing that wants you to do what you know you should not be doing. 
because the truth, right, the universe, God, angels, earth, nature, Jesus, right, the angel and the devil, there's the angels and the devils, right, angels on the right side, devils on the left for me. The devils are going to yell a lot louder, and the angels are going to whisper much quieter. So you're going to have this, right? You were going to have this distraction going here. Maybe it's a TV. So you're, you're drowning out both these voices. But now the first one that starts chirping is going to be the devil. The thing that says, oh, hey, you know, go back, scroll on your phone. Oh, yeah, watch that porno video. Oh, yeah, eat that dessert. And this one is just going to whisper. It's going to be like the world's smallest violin. You know you shouldn't do that. Actually, want to do that. It's going to be a much quieter voice. And if you do both of those, you're going to, when you succeed, you're going to not only have an incredible amount of discipline, self discipline. You're also going to have kept a lot of promises to yourself. You're going to have reinforced promises to yourself. Hundreds, if not thousands, tens of thousands, and if not potentially millions of times over the course of period that you've kept these promises. So if you set out for, all right, 30 days, I'm not going to drink alcohol or I'm not going to drink soda or I'm not going to have dessert or added sugar or whatever you want to pick or you're not going to smoke cigarettes or have tobacco or anything. Every single time you adhere to that promise, you resist the temptation, you build a little bit of trust with yourself and you deepen the foundation. And also every time you do that is you create a little bit of courage to do it again. Say, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, I was scared, but I did it. I was a little nervous, but I did it. It was tough, but I did it. And you do it again, and that's not so bad. And then you you hear from a, a place or an instance where you least thought you would, you would hear it. And then you, you succeed. No, oh, it's not that bad. I did it there. And you start to build this momentum. And now it's like, ha! Right? It's like, ha! I remember the memes last year's me going into 2024. Depression, psych! Anxiety, get out of here! Toxic people, hell nah! Right? And all they're doing is, you're not even thinking about it. You're just, bam, bob, weave, dip underneath, avoid! Right? All these bad things. You're going to start to develop that. And where you're going to develop the most amount of it is in those tiny little moments. It's in those seemingly insignificant moments. And guys, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing and then I'm going to get out of here. For the next 100 days, <clears throat> I will be having zero substances that are mind-altering. So it's going to be like nicotine, tobacco, or nicotine, alcohol, weed, and any other drug. Um, 
pornography, all these things. None of it. We'll even throw caffeine. Okay. Uh, we'll throw. I'm gonna throw caffeine in there. Fuck it. And that's gonna be a real tough one. Um. I'm gonna go for a hundred days, and here's why. Cause I'm gonna learn so much about myself, and that foundation I'm gonna be digging and building is going to get real shirred up, and all that that fear. Uh, cause a lot of it is gonna come. A lot of it is gonna be like, oh, but I need my coffee. I'm gonna be so tired. Yeah, figure it out, buddy. You gotta figure it out, right? Oh, I need my pre-workout. I'm not going to have a good workout. You got to figure it out. It's going to force me to dig deeper into myself, to find more within myself. And there's going to be a lot of temptation to overcome. It's going to be a difficult challenge. Oh, that's going to be a very tough challenge. Caffeine is going to be a real hard one. But I'm decided. I'm going to decide. None of it. I'll do decaf coffee. There's no caffeine in that. But none of it. Man, that's going to be hard. So, guys, that is what I'm doing for the next 100 days because this whole year, my whole year is going to be devoted to sharing up, deepening, and strengthening my foundation. Who I am as Zach Kanadi, who I am as a man, who I am as an employee at my new job, who I am as a business owner. Who I am in here, who I am in there, who do I want to build myself into, which is an even more important discussion. And that's what I'm going to be, man. That's my recipe for today, y'all, is cut out the distractions, cut out the, the bullshit and all the things you know you shouldn't be doing, and just see what kind of sauce you got left in the tank, see what kind of sauce you can make with your own own spices instead of trying to add everybody else's or all these foreign spices so guys with that that is the show that is the episode that is episode i think it's 102 um i'm officially back on a bulk i am doing that and getting strong i definitely getting stronger i definitely felt weak today at the gym uh going from the cut but i haven't been lifting consistently the last two weeks I'm excited. The uh, Mutt Life Builder Challenge officially launches today. We'll be begin meeting with all of our clients this week. Uh, if you guys still want to join that, if you guys are very interested in that, you're like, Zach, I want to kick off my new year right. Feel free to join in. There will be the link in the description in the description for the sign-up form. You guys can click that, fill it out. We'll send you the next steps. Once you guys complete that step, it'll be the final step. It's just a three-step process. But the three steps are important and they're really not that difficult. So if you guys even have an inkling, seriously, just click the link because what's the worst thing that happens? You don't follow through again? Well, I mean, you already do that sometimes. But you're not going to do that this time because this year is different because this is the year where you follow through. We're going to floor it in 24. Okay, people? 
And this is the year where you're going to keep the promises you make to yourself. This is going to be the year where you begin to trust yourself, where you begin to have self-confidence, self-esteem. This is where you start to stand up for yourself, where you start to say no more. This is going to be the year where people are going to invite you out and they're going to be doing things that are against your goals, that are against your mission. You're going to say, you know what? I'm good. I got shit to do. I got work to do. I got things that I'm building that are more meaningful to me at the moment than doing this or doing that. You know, it doesn't mean you're not going to have fun, but you're going to start having a whole different kind of fun, man. You're going to start having more fun because you're going to start winning at the little things. And you're going to start seeing how those little things build up into big, big, big things. You're going to start how seeing when you keep promises to yourself day in and day out and in the smallest moments that now you can keep the big promises to yourself, how your life by making all these little changes way faster than you would ever expect, right? Keeping this promise and that promise to the smallest degree, how now you're starting to keep make and keep all of these big promises, how you're starting to see all of this big progress in your life, how you're starting to see this and that, and you're starting to see muscle gains for the first time. You're starting to see fat loss gains for the first time. You're starting to see improvements in your relationship for the first time. You're starting to see the vigor, the motivation, the desire, your vigor for life, right? Like your vitality comeback. You're starting to see your business grow. You're starting to plant ideas. You're starting to have more energy, right? You're starting all these things because you kept a promise in a seemingly insignificant moment, but you did it again and again and again. And now you have all this motherfucking momentum that cannot be stopped. And you cannot be stopped because you built it. And all you got to do, you realize that if you make all these teeny tiny decisions, you have this unbeatable tsunami of momentum coming your way and nothing Nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, can stop you. Guys, that is the show. That is the episode. It is the new year. Instead of this year maybe setting New Year's resolutions, I challenge you guys, and I have the proposal to you guys to start keeping promises, man. Start building that foundation. Start going inside and seeing who you truly are. What are you made up of? Get rid of the distractions Get rid of all the things you know you shouldn't be, all the sugar, all the soda, all the, you know, all the social media, all the things that aren't holding you back, all the toxic people, man, get rid of them, get rid of them, start listening to that inner voice, man, start listening to that inner voice and what you're going to start finding is you got balance, you got peace, you got calmness, you got fulfillment, and guys, if you if you like this show, if it gave you something to think about, if it gave you a new perspective, if something was finally explained to you that you've heard a million times, but today it finally clicked, hell, if you found some any of this funny, man, or like it was just a good use of your time, guys, I want you to start implementing it right now in the next 30 seconds. And if you're already doing that or you want to do this as well, guys, I ask that you share this show out. Share the episode, post it on social medias, have a conversation about it, text it to one of your friends, have a conversation about a family member, about a journal about it, right? Just share it out and get more people on, guys. So let's try, we're trying to build a community that's something we're really going to be diving into this year, and we can't do it without you guys. Guys, that is the show. 
Thank you so much for joining in. We are coming up on the two-year mark very, very soon. And I cannot believe it. I really, really cannot believe it. But guys, that is that. So keep kicking ass, taking names, and most importantly, y'all, keep earning your good day. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.